So what what's Viking Strong? Got it. Viking Strong resistance bands, right? Yes. Tell us how they work. You do yoga with them. You do yoga with them. You can basically do anything you want with them. They're stretchy. It's squishy. Yeah. Anything you want. Yeah. I guess a lot of people know how to do fit or into fitness, understand how resistance band works. You can biking. stand on the bottom and pull it, pull your hand, pull it up with your hands. Let's you can see. fold it up and use it like one of those weightlifter things. You can do bench presses and tricep extensions, squats, a bunch of kind of your standard like you might do push an iron but it's a little less violent on certain elements of your body and josie when being strong isn't enough. enough be viking strong yeah so go check them out in our online store click through and buy some and get yourself healthy uh-huh. especially all you hunters out there who need to get in shape for running through the mountains uh-huh. or texas hunters you need to get in shape for sleeping in a tree blind Thanks, bye. Saw uh, my girlfriend, Bryce Dallas Howard, drinking a caveman nitro on the Jim Norton Hello. Okay. Hold on. But, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. This is the let me pause it YouTube video. The Quaker Boy Thunderbird Gobble Call. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully that was very obnoxious for our podcast Can I listeners. See it? No. How come you get to play with it and I don't? Because I don't have the time or energy to edit out how much you'll play with it. I learned the art of the slipknot today. The one where you do it in like a number four? Okay. Uh, let me. Uh, let's do that after the podcast since uh, you can't hear or not being taught. You know, I mean, you could. Eh, more just listening to a microphone pop. <laughs> also got a Nightingale Cottontail Rabbit. It's a call for a. For coyotes. Yodi. So if we get to go yote hunting. Yodi. All right, Tristan. Well, we yeah, I don't really have anything specific picked up to talk about. I just wanted to catch up with you, see what's going on. Not much, really. Uh, did your teacher like your pick drawing of a turkey? Yeah. Yeah? I got that turned in. Oh, I, t- I think I told you I found your original drawing of the... The shot placement on a white-tailed deer for, uh, that you drew for the girls that I want to make into a T-shirt. <laughs> so that's something we can work on. Why? Because I was going to, huh? Because it would be a cool T-shirt. But it's not 
realistic. It's like my hand sketch. Yeah, it's a pod. This is a podcast about kids learning how to hunt. Oh yeah, that's kind of. And cool. that's a kid drawing of a the innards of a deer. Innards of deer. It's the most southern I've ever heard you. Well, I was being silly. Stop yelling at me. So, you're at the office so we can work on Josie's birthday present, mm-hmm. which is going to be a tiny, tiny home because she wanted a trailer, or uh, what'd she say, a, yeah, a trailer to where she could go and be alone away from you and your, uh, and Mary. All of us. When y'all were being mean to her. Oh, DKR Stadium liked my hook'em horns. Oh, yeah, we should snag Mary now that. Carter talk about the thing on UT campus. That's pretty cool. The best part was the law school with the three bears suing Goldilocks. For breaking an entering. Yeah, it's pretty neat. What if you just break and there's no entering? I don't know. So what do you think about going turkey hunting in New Mexico? I don't know. It sounds cool. Yeah. A lot of humping it and you and me are both out of shape. So we got to work on... Health and endurance. In the next I'm three days. I'm the most out of shape I've been in my adult life, probably. Which is weird, considering how much weight I lost. Whatever, for last hunting season. But when I fall off a wagon, I fall hard, son. I don't think you're in the like worst shape pro. of your life. Oh, yeah, because you weren't with me when I tried to... Oh, what did I do the other day? I can't remember. I did like some simple physical task, and I was just exhausted. So, gotta get on it, on it. And you are, you know. Me. You, you, you're more physically active during. You know, I fly this desk all day long. Skating one on one is fun. Well, okay. Because guess what, me and my friends do. Uh, make out with each other. No, we. Wait, I wait till one of them falls, and then they scream "medic," and I run towards them as fast as I can. And then you fall on them with your soft. Cushiony belly. <laughs> no. And then I help them. <laughs> and then sometimes I trip them on purpose. That makes sense. And then most of the time I end up falling and dying. Y'all are rollerblade skating with rollerblades? In or? line, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Mm. That's right. Oh, I thought that was it's so harder dumb. Than, than the other one. I, I'll take your word for it. It's all impossible for me. That's the only reason I think it's dumb is I can't do it's it. It's really fun. I, I could teach tried. you. I never tried. Oh, shut up. I could teach you. I'm a million years old. It doesn't matter. Um, Our 60-year-old gym teacher can do it. I'm fragile. You're not fragile. You climbed up a mountain. Not really. We climbed up a rise. The mountain was on the other side of the creek. Let's I mean, see. we did climb up a mountain technically, like later. So I'm trying to... I'm, been talking myself into if we go turkey hunting in New Mexico to do it with a shotgun because I really want to do it with a bow, but I want to get something and you suck with the bow, not really. Yeah, not really. I just, yeah, I want to give my that's what I'm talking, telling myself right now is that like if we go to all that trouble and we got uh, your mother's friend involved, and blah, why didn't you blah, bring your shotgun and your bow? Because that's a lot to carry around in the mountains. No, I mean, like, you. how many days are we going to be hunting? I don't know. It'll be two or three days of you like, could do hard walking at, at least. 
You could do like shotgun one day, bow one day, shotgun one no, day. No, think about like when we went elk hunting, right? We wouldn't have wanted to be carrying both. I was carrying my pistol and that was heavier than I should have. I don't want to do that again. It'll be uh, bear spray from here on out. So when we, this spring break, are we going to like be doing the almost the exact same physical stuff as elk hunting? Or is it going to be like less intense? What are we talking about? When we go turkey hunting. That's not spring break. Oh, it's I not. wish it was. That'd be awesome. Uh, turkey season's after spring break. Okay. Um, it would make life so much easier if we could go turkey hunting on spring break, you know? But turkeys usually look around April, or, well, like Easter, and which is like towards the end of spring break, and then... But we're, if we would, we would be going in New Mexico since we don't have a place to turkey on here. And New But I thought that was the thing. We were going to go to New Mexico in spring break, during spring break. No. You guys canceled that? It was never going to happen on spring break. Oh, okay. You're just a crazy person. Let's see. What else? Oh, da 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 yeah, Andy, the guide out there that your mother's friends with, he was saying he's got some cool places uh, to hunt. I asked him about the place where Renella and Aldo Leopold hunted, uh, but he said he didn't. He, I guess he'd never hunted that area or something, or didn't know about it anyways, especially in regards to turkey. <laughs> but I don't care as long, as long as we get to hunt. I'm not. I'm. That was just like nerd stuff wanting to hunt where those guys hunted. Right now, it's easier to build Josie's thing than it is to do the podcast because I am just like not. I know you came in jazz to do construction, which is cool. That's good. I mean, we're making some good progress on that thing. I think she's gonna like it. Yeah. We gotta get. Uh, Judah's supposed to give us a jigsaw to cut the windows out. What but are we gonna do about the wheels? The new wheels. Uh, we're gonna pull them off that wagon and screw them to the bottom of this thing. Yeah, but wh- where are they? Truck. What are we gonna do with the other wagon? Garbage. We might pop the wheels off of it and try to use them for something else. Maybe we could make Dodo a trailer. Like we're making it right now. Yeah, what? but a, but a trailer for her trailer. She has a regular radio flyer. Yeah, but then we could make a better one with cool stuff. Uh, no. Why not? Why? Because we need to clean out her radio flower flyer, and it has rust in it. What? Yeah. I don't think it does. Yeah. Where? In the bottom. I don't think so. Yeah. I think you're incorrect. I'm going to shoot you with my laser gun. <laughs> That's also a ruler. Oh, I also, I think if we go turkey hunting out there, we can, uh, you could take the 22 and do rabbit hunting. Ooh. I think it's open season on rabbit, mm-hmm. like it is here. Not like, like Colorado where you got to buy an extra tag. I am the rabbit sniper. Yeah. I don't know why Colorado, why they're, I guess maybe maybe their population's low or something. Ooh, that's a cool thing we could talk about. Uh, a judge voted in favor of delisting wolves in Wyoming. So some uh, wildlife associates and associations are thinking we could maybe see 
a wolf hunt in Wyoming as early as this year. Ooh. That'd be cool. What if we got, like, drawn the first year? Well, we... That, yeah, I guess that that would be the issue with it happening this year, is they probably wouldn't be able to put it up in time for uh, the lottery, for the drawing. Because yeah. uh, Wyoming... I don't know. Wyoming's one of our options for pronghorn if we don't get drawn in New Mexico. And uh, so I was looking at their deadline just for the heck of it. And I can't, I'm blanking on what it was right now. I had it all up here. I'm doing some pronghorn research last week while I was waiting on tech support. Tech, waiting on tech support's always, always a good opportunity to do anything else. And also black bear. We got to look at black bear because you want to do that. It looks pretty affordable in Colorado, so that's something. But we're definitely gonna have to be better in better shape. Well, I have to be in better shape because to get away from a bear, I just gotta run faster than you, right? Are those all the calls I got? <coughs> oh yeah, I got that turkey mouth call. If anybody listening to this knows how to run a turkey mouth call, I'm gonna make this noise. Far away from the mic as possible because it's obnoxious. And uh, that sounds like that's a, that's a duck. Turkey. Well, you're doing. He's doing the cotton tail. That's pretty good. I think. All right, chill for a second. I'm gonna do this turkey call. And anybody listening to the podcast who has any tips, please hit us up on uh, Twitter or the website or whatever. Tristan, stop. I'm sorry. When I say stop. pretty used to it. I don't gag, but it tickles my tongue. (laughs) Yeah, that happens to me. Mm. I got a purr out of it once upon a time, but that was many years ago. I got, I like, it's weird. I'm, I'm like, weirdly good with calls, apparently. Like, I was good with the bugle, and I was good with all the other, all the other stuff, and then I'm, like, good at this. If we go, yeah, that's one thing. We need to do a podcast with Andy. When we go out there and do about uh, elk calling mm-hmm. and take our elk calls, he'll probably be like, "Okay, first things first, throw, throw all this, this away, crap away, yeah, and hire somebody that knows what they're doing." That'll be step one and step two. Step one, throw it all away. Mm-hmm. Step two, hire me. Yeah. <clears throat> this thing, this thing has a metal reed. Yeah, I don't know exactly how that works. It has two metal reeds. On yeah. top of each other. Yeah, it's kind of neat. And Night in Hell, they're supposed to make really good stuff. Oh, yeah, I guess we can talk about that. About my new favorite store where I got all this stuff. Is it better than Best Pro Shop? I think it is more well organized, but it definitely has less stuff. Yeah. Uh, Like, I like how they have the reels, the fishing reels laid out, and most of the fishing rods... But for some reason, they don't have fly rods. They have fly reels, but they don't have fly rods. The store we're talking about is the Field and Stream store that just opened in Cedar Park. Yeah, but they give you Dick's bags because Dick's Sporting Goods is right next door. It's actually part of the store. Yeah, they're they're basically one store. There's another thing in there, something heavy. Well, I know the plastic case for my mouth is in here. Oh, yeah. 
97 cent compass. You got another one? Speaking of that, the one that you and me bought and the girls. Yeah. What happened to that? I when heard Josie adopted it. Yeah, I, I tried to get it back from her. I was like, because I wanted it just for a photo shoot, and then Jojo, like, disappeared with it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wanted it to stay in the bag. Y'all are horrible children. You didn't tell me what I was supposed to do. I am telepathy. I think you know not to mess with stuff. Yeah, but that's cool, and it's 97 cents. Doesn't matter. It's still cool. Doesn't matter. There is a lot of cool survivalist stuff there that, uh... At a film stream that Bass Pro doesn't really have, like that backpack with all the. Of course, I guess we don't frequent that part of the store at Bass Pro. Or Cubbos. Did I tell you I met Joe Cabela? Yeah, I told you that. A few, several months ago. Really? That's interesting. He uh, runs an AV company. Are you sure he's Cabello? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, JC used to work with him. Hmm. Nice Why guy. doesn't he run Cabela's? I don't think they're family. I'm not going to... I'm going to be lying here a little bit because I don't know for sure, but I don't think the family itself has run it for a while. Something like that. Cabela's. Uh, Cabela's. Um, also, I heard that, uh, you know, that deal where Bass Pro was buying Cabela's, I heard that, uh, that might be falling through, like not happening. Like where all the Cabela stores would turn into Bass Pro shop stores? I don't, I don't know if that's what was going to happen. Nobody knows what was going to happen because that's all a negotiation between lawyers. Um, and they don't yeah. even know what they're talking about. But... Yeah, from what it was going to be, was Cabela's was going to be, all of the Cabela's would have been owned by Bass Pro Shops. You know, we talked about it on the podcast with uh, Chris from Youth Hunting Program. Oh, we need to see what he's got going for pronghorn hunts, too. Oh, yeah. I think those don't come out until the summer, though. I know everybody listening is really wishing Josie was on the podcast right now, <laughs> singing Cowgirls Don't Cry. Remember when it was just you and me every time and in the truck? It's so horrible. Oh, huh? It's so horrible. No, it wasn't. So bad. No, you're just in a crappy mood right now for some reason. It was so bad. No, one. Dude, there's so many YouTube videos on how to do this and how to do that, and they're all full of crap. Like... You know, the ones like Ranella and Newberg, like, you know you can trust them because they're never saying this is exactly how it happens 100% of the time. But you get these little doofuses uh, that are wannabes, kind of like us, I guess. And uh, But, yeah, and they'll have, like, these titles that are tips and tricks and blah, 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 make you a super hunter. And it'll be something that maybe sort of fit a thing that they did once upon a time. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's all awkward and without value. But, you know, whatever. Everybody's trying to figure out the social media thing and the online video thing. Self-publishing. 
On a completely opposite note, do you think you can make a flamethrower out of a spray paint bottle? Uh, I mean, you can, like, a little crappy one. Yeah. You know, uh, like, we used to do it with uh, bug spray. Because <laughs> uh, when we were in scout camp, we had tons of bug spray, and we all snuck lighters in or whatever. And we'd go around burning up uh, spider webs. But it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, we'd wait till all the parents went to sleep. We were super responsible Boy Scouts. It's, it's like I'll hear all, like, uh, people I've worked with and since then and stuff, they'll talk about, you know, all this cool stuff that we, you know, we did a, you know, we went on, um, yeah, you know, like the order of the arrow stuff, that actually is kind of cool, but they'll talk about like these doofy merit badges they went for when they, and they like when they were in scouts and um I don't know, like the there's a lot of raising your hand in weird configurations and saying some memorized crap over and over again and that I'm not a fan of. Like our Boy Scout troop was you know, we did the outdoors stuff because it was fun, but mostly we went on campouts to listen to Metallica and rap music. Like, Memorize, I am a Boy Scout 17 times. Uh, now there's like the Scout Oath and always be prepared and the blah, blah, thrifty and kind or reverent or whatever it is. Yeah, I like Opie always tried to get me to like try and repeat the Boy Scout Oath and I never could. Yeah, and see, Opie's brain works better like that mine doesn't like i did it it's not i guess it's one of those things it's not so much the doing it that annoys me it's the a lot of the kids that did it were not people i wanted to be around for any length of time though not you know we all did it but there was kids that really enjoyed it and i was like y'all really are gonna contribute nothing to Society. Society. Boring human beings. I like these turkey call a lot after I saw how to use it. That's cool. I want to play with it, but you're mean. Well, nobody, like, I'm probably going to have to turn the levels down on it as is, you know, just so it's not blaring in people's ear to, when they listen to this. Yeah, I'm so, oh, so, if I was going to bow hunt the turkey, I'd have to buy some heads for it, so there's about $50 for three of them, which, which would not fit into our uh, budget-minded new style of hunting we're working on. Um, what are you doing? Uh, turkey shot. I need to figure that out, too, though, if uh, there's regulations on, like, if you can use lead ammo, blah, 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 in New Mexico. Because we don't have any of those regs here. Like, you know, like, the only regs like that we have here are uh, waterfowl, you know, ducks and migratory waterfowl. you got to use steel shot. I saw some guy freaking out. You know, uh, the new guy, what is he? I can't remember what secretary Trump's secretary is something. 
he uh like there's regulations in place limiting you know saying that you can't use lead ammo in certain public land situations and uh, he got rid of that like his first day and first week in office or whatever right and um and he uh, and so like a lot of most hunters are like oh that's cool but then a couple of them are just like no that's like lead poisoning is going to kill all the fish and i'm just like i don't know and he's like you know linking to all these websites i'm like i don't know how how much i'm going to give a crap about a website cuz we've had we don't have any anti lead regulations in texas and there's no i've never seen a fish that somebody said, oh, lead poisoning, you know? I've never just walked up on a lake and there's hundreds of dead fish and they're like, ah, oh, too much lead in this. And we're downstream from everything. Like, all our rivers that don't originate in Texas, are, you know, all of them are downstream, you know, rivers end here. No rivers. If a river starts in Texas, it ends in Texas. There's no such thing as a river that starts in Texas and goes to another state, except a little bit in Louisiana, but who cares about Louisiana? Uh, but, yeah. But that's, but yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So if lead was such a deadly thing for fish, we would have no fish in Texas, you know, because all those rivers with all those people using lead tackle and shooting lead wherever, and it leaches into the ground and blah, 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 we would see the effects of that. Yeah, I've lost... I know I'm saying the... Like $20 worth of lead shot before, and... Oh, like split shot? Split shot, and Mm. never seen a dead fish in my life. Nope, nope. And and you don't even fish that much. Mm Mm-mm. Like, we don't get to fish nearly as much as we'd like to. Hopefully, this weekend, we change that. Full moon. Well, either Sunday Is a full moon good for fishing? Oh, gar fishing. Yeah. No, not just gar fishing. Just fishing. Are we going bow fishing? Uh, We're going bow fishing at the end of next week. Uh, But I want to go regular fishing, you know, next week's spring break. So I want to go fishing as much as possible. Next week, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, go maybe do some overnights. Uh, where we, uh, you know, I come in late to work, type of stuff. Especially Sunday and Monday. So Josie's birthday party Saturday, Sunday and Monday Monday are good moons for fishing. But uh. I don't know about the time. We're, we're going to have to look at all that and make, build a plan. We got enough tackle. We might want to go get us some live bait, though, and get that uh, aerator running. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I wonder, I've wondered, too, like that goldfish uh, crap. So, like, if you buy, if you buy bait and put it in a bucket overnight like we've done before and fed them goldfish feed. I wonder if, like, the goldfish feed being on their body, because that's some really pungent stuff. I wonder if that makes them more or less attractive to other fish, you know? 
is like stink bait or whatever. So all of these are things we can try to figure out in this spring and summer. Hopefully this summer we get to go fishing a lot too. Um, I want to we're have... We're going to the coast, so yeah. Yeah, we're going to the coast. And I'm hoping uh, in the near future I have a fly fishing set. Uh, well, I have a fly rod waiting on me at home right now. Amazon, a cheapy, cheapy. But that's for uh top secret video project. <laughs> right? Now, more than anything, like, if it works, that's awesome. But my plan is to have that and compare it and then get, like, a good one and compare the two. And you just want, and you just want to have a good one. Yeah, and I want to have a good one. Well, I mean, if uh, if the only fly rod I ever use is a twenty dollar rig, you know, I might, and it sucks. I might be like, you know, fly fishing sucks, right? So I want to compare them and see what the deal is, because you know, most people that uh, try fly fishing end up loving it. So yeah, so we need to look into the rags and see about taking your twenty. But you need to put some, so. You need to put in some time shooting with 22. We can do that in the backyard. Uh, nobody's going to say anything about that. And then if I'm taking the shotgun, I got to fix the side on it and put the need to clean everything. Everything. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, we might have cleaned the shotgun and stuff, but we're bad about that, about not cleaning we it need when to we put clean. it up. Can we play with the M1 carbine at some point? Yeah, I need to buy more ammo for it, though. Because there's no there's no real hunting. Are you going to hunt with an M1 carbine? Uh, Opie killed deer with it. Hmm. Plenty of deer have been killed with an M1 carbine. It's I bet a it'd be center a big, fire around. I so bet it'd be legal. a good ho- hog hunting because it's semi-automatic. Uh... The only problem with that is it's hard to find ammo for it anyway. But it's really fi- hard to find ammo that's not FMJ, mm. and that ain't no good for hogs. Because the wound will just close up. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, hogs. You really got to do some damage to hogs to. That's what those people use the automatic. Eh, they do that because they're stupid. Um, the thing to do is like soft lead tip, hollow point, or whatever you want to call it, soft depending on. Lead. What? Is there a soft lead hollow point? Yeah. Now you're not going to get a hollow point like rifle round. That's for like, you know, like 30 is almost more of like a pistol round, right? Like a big pistol round. Um, so I think they sell, but they also sell more rifle type rounds for it. It's just they're almost impossible to find for some reason. I guess it's just not as popular as it used to be. Because when Obi first bought that gun, you know, you could buy 30 at Walmart. Easy. And now it's just, you know, if you ever find it, it's going to be a cheapy knockoff FMJ for for some reason. So we got to do some research and find us the good stuff. You can, I can't even, there's times I can't even find on some of the online outlets for ammunition. It's often 
when I've looked on there that I can't find 30 at all. That's sad. Man, it's just life, man. We may get to a point where we just like hang the M1 on the wall. No. Uh, hope. I mean, we'll always. We just gotta look harder. I haven't dedicated a ton of time to it. And we need to do. We need to finish Band of Brothers so you can do a podcast about that. Oh, you see this? Check this out. So this is a video on YouTube of a helicopter lifting off of a aircraft carrier. But do you notice the rotors? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the it look from the video it looks like the rotors are sitting perfectly still, but it's just because the video frame rate is in sync with the rotors. But it's pretty neat looking. That's crazy. That's cool, right? I guess it's not an aircraft carrier. That's like a dock or something. I don't know how you get them, but I want to get lionfish when we go to the coast. Lionfish. Yeah, you know those ones, they're like invasive. Spear uh, hunting. Huh? Spear hunting. I don't know what the regs are on them. Um, Do you remember the 9mm? Nine nine millimeter. Hunting them? Yes. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is really neat. That would be fun to do, are too. Are Glocks waterproof? Uh, what? Because they... Glo- uh, I mean, yes? Ish? How it is when you most get guns water, are technically waterproof. When you get water into the chamber, when the bolt comes back, hmm? is there a way? Does it like flush out the water when it shoots? Like, no, the way they did it was like they had that extension tube that like shrouded the barrel, and it was like a foot and a half long, and so the bullet travels through that. So I don't know. If you're supposed to like suck the water out of that tube before you fire or what. But yeah, back where the like pin is, the mm-hmm. firing pin, doesn't matter. Firing pin is right next to the the primer. So the little bit like you're talking like barely measurable on a micrometer, the difference in force of impact mm-hmm. in air versus water. So the bullet's gonna go off underwater. It's just the bullet traveling through the water, you know, they become way less deadly very quick. Like they usually, they lose lethal force very quickly underwater. That's why you under have to get pressure. super quick, to, close to them. You got to get close, and then those tube things somehow that makes it makes them lethal at least to the end of the tube. But yeah, that video is awesome where they're like mafia executing lionfish. But they're supposed to make so you know they're they can they have those spines they can jack your hands up, but they're supposed to make really tasty ceviche, and they're like hogs like you could just you know if you see them and you can kill it do it like they don't even care if they Bop survive it in the head with yeah. a shovel. or they don't even care if you like take them back harvest them they just want them dead because they got introduced mostly by private collectors dumping their collections out in the rivers and they all wash down to the gulf but they're because they're not native to the atlantic they're uh, pacific fish and so they're killing the crap out of a bunch of actually native to the gulf fish did you hear about the indian ocean thing the like crazy whale shark Mm-mm. there that is where whale, sh- whale sharks like like because most of the time whale sharks are loners 
Yeah. But in India, in the Indian Ocean, that's where they gather. They gather and they just hang out. Indian Ocean whale shark. They have a giant migration. Best places to swim with whale sharks. Indian Ocean Archipelago. That's awesome. Guess where we need to go. Yeah. I wonder what whale sharks taste like. My uncle made shark meat one time when we were kids. And, you know, uh, my cousin that's getting married at the end of the month, his dad. Mm. And uh, I remember it being really good. Like a steak, kind of. Yeah, it was awesome. But it wasn't whale shark. It was some other kind of shark. He spent a lot of time in China and Taiwan. And picked up a lot of, he's passed away now, but uh, picked up a lot of cool fishing, or uh, cooking tricks. And did you hear about the, uh, in Cape Cod, there's like, nobody will swim in the ocean, even though it's like supposed to be like, one of the, like nice, it's supposed to be like super nice, it looks super nice. But the reason it's super nice is because nobody goes over there because of great whites. What? Yeah. Like that there's like thousands of great whites in just that Cape area. Cape Cod Shark Tours. Okay. Man, that's awesome. New Great White Shark. I know a lot of these are they always try to spin these stories into global warming. Any like new information on like look, uh, saltwater fish behavior, everybody's got to turn into a global warming thing. So look, let's that, see. That's, that's a great white shark by the like, beach right there. That is cool. I like that boat too. Flat bottom center console boat. That's what daddy wants. All right, green. I learned that from my teacher. Great white shark. Sharks have shown no sign of skipping their annual visit visits. Wow, if I could read or speak to Cape Cod waters to hunt for prey. And researchers say previously unidentified sharks as five-year population. That's awesome, man. Okay. I'd tell you about that Penn Senator reel that was uh, on Craigslist. It's the same reel that they snagged Jaws with in the movie Jaws. It's... uh, you know, it's an open face reel that's uh, much, it's like a bigger than a Sam's Club can of, or jar of peanut butter. And, uh, but it was, it's like a $1,500 fishing reel. And uh, It's like bigger but, than all three of those boxes back there combined. Yeah, those boxes that nobody listening to the podcast can see. Well, they're three like. Boxes? Like almost a coffee can size. Yeah. Not quite, but almost. Like the smaller coffee can, that size. And, uh, yeah, it's like a $1,500 reel. And this guy in Austin on Craigslist had one for sale for like $700. And I was cool. I was looking at it, but I talked myself out of it. It would have been awesome. Like the same one that like, they You got to actually... really be a collector. No, not the one oh. they, the actual, but the exact same model that mm-hmm. they used in the movie. Um, so, yeah. That's cool. Uh, apparently, I lost my plug off my turkey call. I gotta hunt for it. All right, let's let's uh, close this out. We gotta get to work on Josie's 
present. Have you heard about the bull sharks that like go upstream in Australia? Yes, you've told me about them. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I oh, bow fishing for sharks, dude. <laughs> That's like plan H on <laughs> our businesses that we could start. All right, man. I, I heard about this one story. Who a dude he thought he saw a really big fish. And, well, bow fishing in Australia, and he 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 stabbed a bull shark, and he uh, like fought the bull shark for like three hours on on his bow by with his on his bow by himself, and but he just decided to tie cut the str- hold the string, cut it, and tie it to his boat because by this point the shark was pretty much done fighting but it was still he was so tired that he couldn't get it back on his boat mm-hmm. so he drove upstream to the clearest like nearest city or town and asked him to help him load him into his boat all right awesome okay we got to get better with our uh archery water archery because uh just from things I've read, if uh, you're bow fishing the big, big, bigger fish, bigger fish than you're gonna, than like a gar in a lake, you really got to get them in the brain. So that just means we got to go that much more often. Do you know the uh, like the tuna dudes? You know what they do, right? When they get the tuna near hmm. the boat, they stab them in the head with a spear. That's cool. Yeah, that uh. So that guy, I was, I don't know if it's, I think it might fall through that I was supposed to go fishing with in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't heard back from him, but uh, he said the way they baited them, that they were like the water all around you, was all around the boat was just like bubbling with tuna. They're all at the surface, so you could definitely bow fish for them in that situation. So that might be something we need to look into too. Yeah, yeah. I I heard about this dude where it's like you 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 go marlin hunting yeah. for bow fishing and it's supposed to be a like I just read an article about it on Nat Geo Wild or something. And so what they do is like it's a team effort and they all have to like get this one marlin. One dude shoots him and then the next dude shoots him. Yeah, that'd be And like that'd the way they so do it is they have So it's like taking down an elephant or something. Yeah, but it's like they have these special um mechanical like like grappling hook broadheads so they're supposed to go through the fish like yeah, they yeah, go yeah. through like a broadhead and then it mm-hmm. pops open yeah that's kind of neat i mean it doesn't sound like fun for the marlin but Mm-mm. you know also seems like you know you wouldn't have a trophy or it'd be a hell of a job for a taxidermist a marlin is the fish from old man in the sea right the, like a swordfish. It, yeah, but that's what he had, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm maybe making that up, but I think that's right. All right, well, that's awesome. Uh, and then in the near future, you and me need to do a podcast talking about Band of Brothers. Mm-hmm. We need to finish Once Band of Brothers. Finish, this, so. week, the, this week, definitely. Ah, we'll see. I mean, this like week, spring break. We're busy this week. Yeah, yeah. Spring, spring break. break. All right. All right. Uh, check us out on... Uh, wildernesslaw.us and the Wilderness Law 
podcast on Facebook, and you remember the Instagram and the Twitter? Wilderness underscore law. Yeah, at wilderness underscore law. That's for both of them. All right, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Bye.